0: Welcome to the Everyman Tales. I'm so glad that you joined me today. I am Everyman, and I'm going to be your storyteller. And these stories are intended for bedtime, road trips, adventures, family time, and every time in between. They're intended for any age and every mind. Get ready to engage your imagination. Get ready for the Everyman Tales. 42 years. They had been married for 42 years. They couldn't believe it. And almost every year on their anniversary, they would hold hands, pull up into the parking lot, stroll down to the beach, and start their walk to the bottom of the Cape. On occasion, they would hike to the top or stay down at the bottom and play in the sand. They weren't sure yet what they were going to do today, but Rick and Carol knew that they were going to celebrate their anniversary the same way they always had. A hand-in-hand stroll on the beautiful beach below the Cape. It was a gorgeous day. The sun was positioned perfectly in the sky. The fog, well, it was non-existent so far, but they knew that as the sun set, it would roll in just like it always had. They did experience just a little bit of melancholy joy as they thought back over the years, spoke of the history that they had together in their marriage. It had not always been smooth sailing the way it would have been today on the ocean. Just like any marriage, it had taken hard work, a commitment to each other, and a love that spanned generations. But here they were, 42 years. They'd look into each other's eyes and smile. They'd squeeze each other's hands so often, but they would also be playful, as playful as you can be, that is, in an ocean that would turn your feet numb within seconds They could always recognize the tourists when they would come. They'd be out there in their swimsuits and ready to get into the ocean until they felt the water. You could tell the locals because they were the ones in the long jeans and the sweatshirts, even on a beautiful summer day like today. Yep, Rick and Carol had a lot to be thankful for. They walked towards the bottom of the Cape, and as they looked up the side of the mountain, they both seemed to catch at the same time something out of the corner of their eye there was a tree. It stood out from the others. They had been walking that beach for years, even decades, and the two of them stopped in their tracks. They looked up the side of the hill and they saw a tree. It was unique. The the color of the limbs stood out from the trees around it. It stood a little taller and it was perfectly symmetrical. They didn't say anything to each other. They just looked at each other with a cocked eyebrow and shrugged their shoulders and started walking toward the bottom of the cape. They spoke of their children, their grandchildren, the travels they had been on. Like every anniversary before, they had gone out to their favorite restaurant and enjoyed each other's company. And as they walked on the beach, they kept glancing up the hill at the tree. They both had the same thought, of course, maybe today we should hike up the trail and find that tree. It was a steep climb. They had done it before and they knew that if they engaged on it, the only way to get back to their car would be to turn around and hike right back down. But the going down part wasn't the hard part. It was the going up part. On their 15th anniversary, they challenged each other to see who could make it to the top first. They started at the same time, and Carol proved Rick a staunch challenge. She beat him by a good two and a half minutes. But they weren't going to be engaging in any such challenge today. They started strolling nice and easy toward the base of the Cape. The beginning of it was probably the most treacherous part. Over the years, the erosion and multiple hikers had carved into the trail a little bit of a steep climb, one that was assisted by a rope bridge now, and they would have no problem climbing up that. As they got to the base of the Cape, climbed up the rope bridge, and started making their way up the mountainside, both of them seemed to sense something different. There was an electricity in the air and a thickness to the breeze. It was almost as if it was holding them back, trying to push them back down the trail that they had just come up. The further and closer to the top they got, the stronger the thickness of the wind, the strength of its push, and the sense of electricity in the air became. Rick and Carol decided to keep pushing on. Having done this trail before, they knew what was coming. The rock bluff. A couple of hundred yards up the hill that overlooked the ocean, the ocean had carved out a cave underneath, and they were able to walk to the very edge and look down into the ocean as it churned below them. It's beautiful. They both stood there for several minutes, but they couldn't shake the feeling of electricity in the air. They started making their way back up the trail. Sometimes they would see an occasional hiker, but not today. Even on such a beautiful day as this, they were blessed with an opportunity to keep holding each other's hands, walking up the trail, and spend their anniversary, just the two of them. They had made it about halfway up the trail when they heard something up ahead of them. They weren't quite sure what it was at first, but they were on the edge of a wilderness area and they knew to be very careful for predators. They stopped and decided probably standing still and quiet was not in their best interest. So they began to talk very loudly and make some noise, shake the bushes, and make sure that whatever it was that they had heard knew that they were there. And then it happened. All at once and without any warning, there was a rumbling in the ground. They turned around and looked. And to their shock and dismay, that very ledge they had just been standing on, overlooking the ocean, began to crumble and slide into the sea. They lived in an area where this was fairly commonplace, but they had never seen it happen in person before. It was magnificent and powerful and a little bit scary. They did move a little further up the trail because who knew how far the slide was going to go, but it was very small, very centrally located, and they both realized at the same time that the trail back to their car was now eliminated. There was only a cliff where the trail once was, a cliff that had slid all the way down into the sea and into the ocean. They, they had one option only. They had to complete the hike to the top of the trail. There may be someone up there that could help them get back to their car, but for now, their exit, should they become overwhelmed or exhausted, was eliminated the excitement and electricity that they had felt at the base of the trail. Now, they weren't sure if it was excitement or panic at realizing that the trail had slid into the ocean. They kept moving their way up the trail. And they didn't catch sight of the tree again until they were almost to the top. And then they still had to hike to the bluff where they knew the bench was. There was a rest waiting for them there. Curve around to the side toward the parking lot and walked through the hedge of about 100 yards until they got there. They made it to the bench with huffs and puffs and sat for several minutes overlooking the ocean. It was a beautiful day. The wind, while thick with the tension that they had felt on the whole hike, was very refreshing. The electricity of something different charged both of them. They'd been on this hike dozens of times before and had never felt anything like this. They started hiking toward the parking lot, squeezing through the hedge that was just wide enough for one of them. Walking in single file line, they came upon it at exactly the same time. It's something they had never seen in all their hikes before. The hedge was pulled apart like a funnel pointing them into the woods. They didn't know what it was, but they did see what was just on the other side of the hedge that they had seen from the bottom of the Cape. It was the tree a little bit different color than all the trees around it and with the most unique symmetry of any tree they'd ever seen on the coast. They thought about exploring, about going to the tree. They could see from where they were the unique way that the tree limbs attached to the trunk. Smooth, like they'd been climbed hundreds of times before. They didn't know what to do, but they did know that the thickness of the wind was blowing them away from the tree now. It is as if it had changed direction, from blowing them away from the top of the cape at the bottom of the hill to blowing them away from the tree now. They didn't know what to make of that, but they did know that they were exhausted. They did know that there was no going back down the trail now, and they knew that they had the rest of their anniversary to celebrate. Rick and Carol spoke with each other for a brief moment about coming back to explore the tree off the trail, but decided for now to just go enjoy their celebration. You've been listening to the Everyman Tales. I'm Everyman. Thanks for tuning in. So far, we've met Rick and Carol and Ellie. Who will we meet next time as they begin the interaction with the tree off the trail? Be sure to like and follow this podcast if you're so inclined. Again, thank you for listening to the Everyman Tales, and until next time, remember to engage your imagination.